Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. <laughs> Tonight, we got him. Goldie and the Salt. Hi, uh, this is Gold. No, guys, be quiet. Hi, Shh, shut up. Guys, shut up. <laughs> what? You could talk guys, when we're laughter is a good thing. I need absolute. I need absolute okay, silence. All right, all right, all right. JC, I need absolute silence. Come on, JC. Come on. Mute yourselves. <laughs> Hello, a typical disgusting display fans. This is Goldie. Alec is dead. <laughs> JC no. is dead. I am running the podcast by myself. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So listen, the Oscars were two nights ago. Will Smith smacked Chris Rock, and we have a lot of reactions. We want to put these reactions out there early because if we wait to our normal launch time, no one will care. So what you're about to hear right now is a truncated episode featuring our unvarnished reactions to this <laughs> unprecedented event. And then, don't worry, because come Monday, we will have an all-new episode. Come Monday. Just let me finish. Would you <laughs> let that? me finish? Jesus. I, the, you said come Monday. It's a perfect setup for Jimmy Buffett's only good song. There's no reason for us to come together. So you don't have to add a song just because I say something that's a title. Maybe you could shut up a you face. <laughs> What's the matter, you face? <laughs> anyway, so let's talk about the, the Oscars thing. And we don't even, I mean, I'll let you set it up, Alec, although what set up? No, Doesn't you don't need, need any. Don't yeah. need any. So yeah. the Oscars just happened. And let me just add, because we may never talk about it. I thought Amy Schumer was really funny. Like, oh, okay. no no one will talk about that now. I see Goldie looking down. But no, I, 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 okay, I, I, I dropped my iPad. Okay, oh. there you go. <laughs> I thought Amy Schumer was actually very funny. We were laughing very hard at her monologue jokes. I thought she did a really good job. And then, you know, any other awards to talk about? There was the deaf guy from CODA, and that was a really sweet speech. And yeah. uh, there was the great intro from the older Asian actress who had won last year. And yes. that was funny cute yes uh, but really 
the only thing to talk about. I mean, Dune won all these awards. Timothy Chalamet looked ridiculous. It was <laughs> shirtless. The, yeah, that was. Yeah, I mean, he'll and he'll never get the shit he deserves now. No, like, oh, like if this point. hadn't happened, the whole thing would be. Hey, listen, Gen Z, <laughs> <laughs> this is a formal event. Can you can you put on a fucking shirt? Yeah, a shirt. A T-shirt. A tuxedo <laughs> T-shirt. That would have been great. I would have really respected but, that. Come on, man. Yeah, that was ridiculous. And and Dune was like that. Young man, cut your hair. Enough with that duck's ass. You got going in the back, you greaser. You know, it's funny because I think I had been resisting the, the whole Timothy Chalamet thing for the years that he's kind of been coming up and everybody's yeah. been talking about him. I've sort of been resistant to it. And then I got to admit, his shirtless Oscars thing won me over. I looked really? at him, I'm like, I'm like, this guy's dreamy. I'm, I'm giving it to him. He pulled it off. I mean, of course he said I can go to the Oscars. and no. I have never gone anywhere in no shirt that I he, wasn't required. He looks like a little nymph that would be holding a small pitchfork on a fresco or statue. Like, not the main statue, but to the side where there's kind of just a, like a seahorse-looking... Yeah. Pan gender, <laughs> sort of pleasant creature who's who's got a twinkle in their eye. Very huge yes. twinkle. Good yeah. word. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's what a good he way. looks like. That's yeah, a very good. So so then we're we're slogging our way through you know the usual Oscar bullshit. Nobody can, can, can I can I add yeah. one thing too? Yeah, I have, please. I've not seen Coda. I'm I'm Same. very. Yeah congratulatory of their success yeah it was I, nice. I started watching it with my wife and then i i have no attention span anymore but right it seems like maybe the point of the movie was just that we need to pay more for seafood <laughs> <laughs> like if we have to pay more for lobster to help everyone out yeah hike the price by 250 a pound I'll, I'll pay more it should be a premium item lobster's gotten too cheap it's gotten too accessible. It's made it less special. So if this is causing all these problems, let's just all agree that when we want a lobster, we'll pay a little more and solve the issue. Yeah. Well, and by the way, it's misleading because you, you this podcast has something other podcasts don't, which is boots on the ground on Cape Cod. So I know <laughs> that lobster has been astronomically expensive because the first oh. year of the pandemic... Nobody bought lobster. So there was so much like extra wasted lobster, oh. all this shit, the industry tanked. So then we've been paying for it since the prices have gone through the roof. Wow. So Coda might be totally a sham now. Right. Oh, man. Bad timing. Yeah. And I want them to hear this. Come on, guys. No jokes like that. All yeah, right. It so just, it just seems like a lot of the thing is that if her family had had more money, then it would be fine. So yeah. we'll pay more for lobster. Yeah. And, and yeah. now that movie has. I think done what it intended to do, which was raise awareness about seafood prices. Yeah. <laughs> that was its intention. That was yes. the intention. <laughs> I, well, I can't believe that one won Best Picture. I, I cannot believe. I listen. I did. I saw like two and a half of them. Licorice Pizza stunk. I, I know. It's, it, it's like we went to a baseball game and just don't know any of the rules of baseball. <laughs> right. But then there was a fight on the mound, and so now right. we think we have some sort so, of expertise, okay. and and we have a lot to say. But like. Really, so when when you've seen none of the movies, and by the way, this is our industry, kind of. I mean, the, humor never gets invited, right? Or, or nothing. So no. rarely, like right. it, it's it's really a contest for the most serious 
yes. movie in many ways. Right. Yeah. So we'll yeah. never, I mean, our participation has been limited to writing for the event, which right. um, we've done with such a plomb and grace and to such a claim. <laughs> <laughs> but, but by the way, now people look back on that as the fucking golden age of the Oscars. Right. They're like, oh, sure. wasn't that all great? It all gets lumped together with like, they were way better before. <laughs> well, this comes down to one of my primary rules of comedy that I noticed from the time we started doing stand-up in all the way back in 1996. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I have said, everybody wants comedy until they get it. <laughs> because there used to be these shows like restaurants would say, we want to start a comedy show. Yeah. And so then, you oh. know, they'd contact some comics and you'd, you'd put together this show. And then you'd realize... There's no way to segue a restaurant into a comedy show. People are there to eat and they're there to be on a date and they've gotten a babysitter and they have yeah. stuff they want to talk about, work yeah. or whatever. And then all of a sudden someone comes in like, attention everyone, uh, <laughs> uh, we're, we're, we got a comedy show coming up. We've got some great comics. I'm a New York City's top comics. You've seen them on Late Night. You've seen them on TV. And, uh, and you know, people are, are, just, are just going. <laughs> that was awful, by the way. No, oh. I mean, but that's, I wanted to yeah. create the effect. No, of, you like, did. How you did. jarring it is that, you know. You've got God. half a bolognese in your mouth, and then some just dirty-looking person comes up with an amp that's made for a guitar and not a human voice. <laughs> right. And then <laughs> they just place this speaker, and you don't want to watch. Or listen. And the, the person is only there because they want to get some reps in the comic. They right. kind of don't want to be there. They'd rather be playing Caroline's or... Carnegie Hall or any venue that's yeah, set Carnegie up for Hall, comedy. Yeah, but, sure. but when you have no experience doing comedy, the only venue that will let you do comedy is the lowest rent of the lowest rent. So all of a sudden you're telling jokes that you kind of don't want to tell to people who don't want to hear them. And, and to me, the Oscars has become that. That like they don't really want people making fun of the movies on this night. Right. Yeah. Well... I don't know. It's so hard because Ricky Gervais, you know, broke the mold with the Golden Globes, which I loved. And I love yeah. Ricky Gervais. Oh, and so it was great. It was, but it was like awesome. the people didn't like it. The people well, there? I don't yes. know. Yeah. The, they uh, had I, to pretend to like it to be in quotes. I think some cool. of them liked like it. it's like, I, I love I love when someone takes the piss out of me. But these are the most <laughs> egomaniacal people yeah. in That's the world, true. these actors. And yeah. they don't actually like it but they're shrewd enough to know as part of my public image and perception yeah. i need to project yeah. that right. i'm totally cool with someone taking the piss out of me but the tacit trust is they'll do it in a way that's not really taking the piss out yeah, of me. yeah and then yeah, he yeah. broke it by kind of actually doing it yeah and, and, yeah. He, and that was the tension that the audience at home enjoyed but in yes. the room itself yeah. and within the show business community like, I wrote for Judd Apatow for the Critics' Choice Awards that year, and he hated it. Oh, yeah, Ricky well. Gervais did that. God, people should enjoy it. They should embrace it. And by the way, that... Oh! Th that, they should, if because I, it's like, ever, it's entertainment. That's what they do. If I was ever up for anything and someone just annihilated me, it would be <laughs> yeah. the greatest moment yes. of my life. Oh, get ready for your 50th, my friend. Already in the works. Already in the works. I'm reanimating Brody Stevens for that oh, day. That would be... Uh, 
What a, what a gift. Oh, good. I know. I know. No, he gones for Brody. We've been through this. God damn it. And by the way, Goldie, you doing that fake announcement for the comedy club, that's like my bell helicopter from Vietnam. Like it was, it, the sound yeah. of it gave me such like PTSD. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Like, like you know you're behind the, in the shit. ball already, and you know your jokes <laughs> oh, about, God. in your case, parallel bar mitzvahs. And, <laughs> and a, I, and I a guy that wearing one. an Indiana Jones hat. What are you yeah, going to discover oh, was, something but, at Zabar's Indy? But that's where we were. Awesome. We were in the Upper West Side and all these <laughs> shitty know. little those restaurants. Are, those are funny jokes. <laughs> uh, oh, you don't have to say that. But <laughs> I think that kind of gets us to Will Smith, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. so the only the only thing really to talk about, which we've been tap dancing up to, this whole time was Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. Yeah. And so Goldie set up set up the play here. Well, so I'm just watching anything I do now, there's 10 children running around in the background because all the parents get together and they, they say, well, if the children are watching each other, we don't have to watch them. Right. <laughs> and then we can watch this thing. So it's on an outdoor screen and we're all kind of half watching, half stuffing our faces. And then, um, Is this the outdoor screen that was only used once and so now it's been used twice? It wasn't at my house. Oh, so okay. it's still gotcha. only been used once. Okay, all right. I was trying to amortize that gift yeah, that you gave no, Steph. I, I appreciate that. Um, so he tells this joke, Chris Rock, about Jada Pinkett Smith and are you uh, training for G.I. Jane 2, which I like as... As a comic, I'm actually listening when I see Chris Rock. Yeah, like yeah I, of course. I, I drop whatever I'm doing. And I, I don't know about you, but so when I watch comedy, I have a totally unenjoyable internal joke-by-joke joke analysis yes. of what's happening. Cool. My mind becomes a supercomputer. So I go, <laughs> in my mind, I go, first of all, that isn't even really a joke. No. it's This is a very bad sentence. Okay, because number one, G.I. Jane came out over 20 years ago, yeah. I think. Yeah. Like so your mind, you would have to, the yeah. audience, you would have to go, okay, one, do you remember there was a movie G.I. Jane? Right. Which yeah. maybe everyone over 40 might. And then you would have to, two, also have the connective tissue of Demi Moore, who was in that movie, shaved her head. Right. Which right. was on the cover of People magazine for right. a week in yeah. like 1997. 1997. Yes. Wow. At the time. So. Like immediately I go, oh, that's a joke. And I will say that <laughs> that if I were writing on the Academy Awards, one, and we have written on the Academy Awards, and we've both worked for gigs of this variety where you're writing jokes, 
that part of the due diligence I view as my job and I do for the host is if I were going to make this joke about Jada Pinkett Smith, I would say, hmm, I'm making this joke, which is, is a bad joke, isn't really a yeah, joke, yeah. Uh, about a woman with short hair. I would take the five seconds and Google Jada Pinkett bald to make sure she does not have cancer. Right. Yeah. Oh, so that right. I'm not passing up the food chain a potential bomb, done, yeah. 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 malfeasance yes. uh, uh-huh. error right. of a joke. Yes. And then in doing so, you would discover alopecia and then you would say, I, I, this is not worth it for this incredibly tepid sentence. Yeah. So the right. fact that this somehow made it to air is like an accidental nuclear missile launch occurring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. of that magnitude where you go, look at the credits, look at all the writers, look at all the producers, look yeah. at Chris Rock himself, and you say, how the fuck yeah. did that even get on the air? Well, by the way, because we, we talked about this right after it happened, and I think I kind of uh, agreed with you because we had both written there, and we were like, yeah, how did they let that happen? But since then, I've heard, and also the more I've thought about it, I think he just tossed it off, I, and I it felt was like shitty. That. Like, I think he just saw her head for a split second, and I, was I like, have, well, well, I can't yeah, go ahead. divulge anymore. I have oh, knowledge oh. that it was written. Oh, okay. oh that's awesome. That is it's breaking awesome. here. Yeah, breaking it's here. Breaking I, here. I will people. not divulge anymore. Wow. Names, faces, okay. serial nope. numbers, <laughs> go. <That's>, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we know it's a guy. Let me guess who it is. <laughs> so anyway, I like the, the the fact that that even was there was an error. So then you you see Will Smith coming up to the stage, and of course. In my mind, as a writer, I go, okay, here comes a bit. A like, bit, yeah. like the the lameness of this joke was intentional to cause this sketch between yes. Will Smith and Chris Rock, which right. I'm excited to see yeah. as a yeah. viewer. Yeah, okay. if I had hair, it it would have been standing up a little hair, but I don't have that. So I it was like, yeah, I got I, goosebumps I, just I, thinking about I, it. I felt little parts of my brain. Trying yeah. to push upwards and phantom <laughs> limb hair syndrome. I felt, I felt excited. And so then he gets up and you hear this pop. Yeah. And I thought to myself, wow, that looked real. Like it's, they did yeah. a really good yeah. job with that. Like and it's awkward enough. And it's, yeah. uh, this guy who I follow on Twitter, Franklin Leonard, tweeted, he said, Chris Rock is not that good of an actor, which I thought was a hilarious <laughs> reaction to that. But I, you know, so no one, and then you see Will Smith shouting, they start cutting away and you go, oh, this is. This is real. Real. Like something real just happened. Yeah. Well, also because the Oscars, you know, they kind of muted everything. And so, you know, like. Yeah, that's when we, we, we in the business, especially you, JC, with the sound, like we, but we know Goldie, like from watching the NFL all the time. Yes. That suddenly sound drops out and you're like, oh, somebody swore. and Something good happened. Yeah, they're on a seven second delay and they can just mute it out. Yeah. As, as, as my dad said, the time I, I flew my parents out here and I just got a job and I wanted to impress them and I put them up. At, at a fa- the fancy Miramar Hotel, and then they kind of didn't like it. But then the last night before they went to the airport, they were at a Ramada that was closer, and I hadn't, you know, I didn't know this would happen in advance, but their room overlooked a dumpster, and my dad <laughs> looked out the window and said, finally, some life. <laughs> so, you know, they cut away the sound, finally, some life. <laughs> Something real uh, the dumpster. Has, has happened. <laughs> so... My reaction is, look, <laughs> yes. the fact that in a room full of people who had just, 
you know, spent an evening sort of patting themselves on the back yeah. for yeah. like anytime there is injustice anywhere, we are with you. <laughs> Florida, the don't say gay bill. If you are a lonely, misunderstood teen, know that you are one of us. In the Ukraine, we are with justice. And then a guy just gets punched right in front of them (laughs) in a room full of people who play heroes on screen. The Rock, Spider-Man, couple of Spider-Men. We are quiet heroes. We are loud heroes. We are action heroes. And their reaction collectively is absolutely nothing. <laughs> no one does anything at all. Not one person even put their hands down on the arms of their chair to maybe get on the balls of their feet to perhaps shift their weight forward to stand up to take any kind of preventive action. And in fact, they sank further back, took weight to their heels to make sure they didn't approach doing something. So the the fact that the entire industry we worked for was exposed because God knows if that was Tom Hanks on stage, if that was anyone else on stage. Even Dave Chappelle. If that were Dave Chappelle. He would have been thrown out. And I fucking love Chris Rock. I think he's... Me too. There's an argument he's the greatest stand-up of all time. And the fact that he was left up there with no security or no backup and that they didn't take out an audience member who physically assaulted yeah. someone yeah. on stage because he was in a tuxedo and might win a trophy later yeah. yep. is a complete abrogation of everything right. Oh. That's my quick take. Yeah. I love that take. Yeah. And it's, a, oh, God, that is piping hot. Yes. But now uh, <laughs> I have to ask this question, Goldie, as the cross-examiner. Yes. Was there any part of you? that took some delight in it because he slapped someone for telling a bald joke. (laughs) I wish it had been a more concise, clearer bald joke rather than this kind of oblique G.I. Jane reference. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't, but it did sort of make me think, you know, over the past 20 years I've been subjected to God knows how many ball jokes. And has my wife ever once <laughs> gone up and smacked anyone? <laughs> no. So a little bit, it just sort of shone a light on that. Oh, and I, I was I was saying to Tall, I said, boy, if anyone had talked about you that way, I would have gone up there and just shook their hand. <laughs> that didn't go too well in the house. But, you know, I'm like, come on, it's a joke. <laughs> Everyone loves comedy till they get it. I know, you're 100% they right. You ask, have... them, you ask them before the event, do you want to see comedy? Right. 100% yes. <laughs> yes. During you know? it, you say, do you, are you enjoying this? Like 80% no. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Right. <laughs> I mean, but do you think that they should have escorted him out? Like, yes, absolutely. Yeah. You, yeah, you, I agree. You, you can't punch someone because now it's it's a field day for anyone who wants who objects and wants to punch anyone. And yes. by the way, my you know John Travolta came up next and was uh, dancing on stage, right, and my him, wife had a very funny line of. John Travolta should be in G.I. Jane, too. <laughs> there you go. You got him. Got him. <laughs> John Travolta, collateral damage by yeah. your wife. That's funny. Yeah, so I loved your foot physics, going back to your rant about the balls of your feet. No, they're resting their weight on the heels of yeah. their feet. Like, just getting the little foot physics in there was fascinating to me. I totally agree with you. You know, I just feel like... Something should have been done in the moment. They should have maybe cut to a commercial and handled it, like done something. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't. But it's just, and it opens cans of worms that are, you know, uncomfortable racial conversations. There's a weird political angle to it because I feel like the right is just licking their chops. Like, look at these assholes fall apart. You know, look at this weird gunfight within their Well, as I tweeted, I mean, imagine how much safer it would have been had everyone at the Oscars had a gun. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just would have been over much faster. (laughs) Oh, God. What a shit show. But you know what? We'll never forget it. Memorable moment along with the the streaker way back when. The other thing that I noticed was Right before Will Smith walked on stage was how close everyone was sitting yeah. to the presenters. And I was like, this is really unusual. So maybe yeah. that gave him the idea to just get up and walk on stage as yes, opposed they, to... Yeah, they weren't in the audience. I noticed that too. Yeah. They were like people who paid extra for like a special table at the club. Right. And I, and I, but you like, noticed... why wouldn't you take him out? Because I mean, if, if anyone else had done that, like he's just a guy just because he's wearing a tuxedo and he might win an award later. Yeah. So could he have, is, is it the Trump thing or if I could take out a gun in the middle of it? Could he have... How far could he have gone? If he, if he had hit Chris Rock with a chair, do you still go, well, he, the King Richard thing might happen? <laughs> yeah, so like, we need to win. see how that plays out. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. so tough, too, because it's Will fucking Smith. Right, but yeah. if, say you Chris know? Rock fell down, does that change the conversation? Right. It probably does. And probably does. The other thing about Denzel telling him, like... Oh, then everyone's him. hugging him and oh. cheering him, but sorry, Jason. No, yeah, well, I was just going to say, where Denzel had said to him, Will Smith said this in his speech about how Denzel said, be careful at your highest moment, the devil will come get you or will be there, whatever. And it was yeah, like... Yeah, well, that's ridiculous bullshit. <laughs> I mean, no offense, but like, don't fucking start, start... Because there, again, we didn't even delve into Will Smith's like Scientology and apparently there's like a smack therapy that they do. And oh, I didn't know if that. somebody like offends you, you go right up to them and smack them. So then oh, there's that part of it. I didn't know that. But wow. but the the I think the simple answer is it's because he's the biggest movie star in the world or one of them that they didn't go and take him right. away. Like they but just... it, in a nutshell, here's what happened: <laughs> a guy gets up in a room full of people and assaults someone. Yeah. Nobody gets up or does anything. Yeah, and nobody even tries to do anything. And then the person who committed the assault is given a trophy. 
and gets a standing ovation as though nothing he happened. And, and so, wow. yeah. you know, other people have, have alluded to this, but it's like, how do you think Harvey Weinstein, Scott Rood, and all these people for years get away with everything where it's like, it, yeah. w- it was totally backwards what should have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and and, then but like, like with Polanski, Roman Polanski, at least there were 30 years that intervened yes. in between the, the alleged crime and the reward. And now we've eliminated the time in between it. It's like you do the crime and right away we'll give you the trophy and the acclaim. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. What were you going to say, JC? I was going to say there's also videos of Will Smith dancing with his trophy yeah, like later. afterwards. And it's just <sighs> sort of like icky. It's just so bad. And his speech was so revealing, too. Like, just the substance of his speech and the way he was crying through it. And and people have brought this up, but now it just feels like he's off the rails. Like, he was, I'm reading now that he was abused or watched abuse a lot as a kid. and. And he just had a lot of red flag phrases in his speech about being the protector and like all this kind of stuff. It it felt like no one really had asked for that. Yeah. No, no. I I felt like he was blaming it on still being um, in character, like being method still and being... That's bullshit. (laughs) By the way, that's that's the side note of this whole thing is there's no way that his performance should have won. Like, listen, Will Smith is one of the most likable movie stars of all time. I never thought, I will not anymore, (laughs) but I never thought he rose to the level of like worthy of a best actor Oscar. Like I've seen, he's been trying to get it for a while, the pursuit of happiness, other things where he does like serious stuff. And I just, I, I still like him in the movies. I still enjoy the movies, but I don't quite buy like, oh, here's the absolute top tier acting I'm getting. It's just like, I'm seeing Will Smith. Right. And so the fact that he got the award was also weird because I watched Power of the Dog and Benedict Cumberbatch is like, he's a great, like, he's just awesome. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's just such a different thing. That Turing game movie was amazing. Oh, uh, I love that yeah. movie. Yeah. It's not called the Turing game. It's called no. the something game. But yes. It's, he plays Alan Turing. Yes. Right. Right. Yeah. And that was, yeah, that was another, like, gay Here love comes story, Alzheimer's. Right? <laughs> yeah. The Turing game. I just took the guy who was in the movie and and like needed it in the dough with a title and came up with yeah. a third entity. The only imitation I game. The imitation game. Thank right. You. I saw it. I couldn't remember About Alan either. imitation, the Turing game. Yeah. <laughs> that was when he was on tour around England. Right? Yes, you yeah. rearranged the you rearranged the words to get the meaning. Um, I I do. I mean, do you have any more to say about this? Because if no, not, I do have nothing. I do have one final <laughs> addendum. I do have one yeah. final addendum to this Go discussion. Ahead. Okay, so Jada Pinkett in G.I. Jane 2 is not the worst idea. (laughs) Like you start thinking about it and you go, but then I thought, you know what? Like it's it's not G.I. Jane 2. Do you remember the the movie Major Pain with Damon Wayans? Yeah. Yes. The comedy. He he played a major and he was a pain in the ass. (laughs) So here's what it is. It's a reboot of the movie Major Pain. With yeah. Jada Pinkett Smith okay. as, as Major Pain, or maybe you give her another name like Major Major Needle, so you can preserve the Major Pain character. But right. here, here's my pitch for Major Pain Two. Yeah, with Jada Pinkett Smith, and and if you look at her and you look at the poster for Major Pain, you will see this could work. Okay. Yeah. So here here we go. Okay. So Major Needle played by Jada Pinkett Smith, has been passed over for promotion countless times 
in like the 1990s, early 2000s army that was less progressive. They only promoted people like Major Payne and not Major Needle because she was a woman. Okay. And she's just always getting the bum assignments. And now... The bum major assignments? Yeah. And that, and that okay. was a way of weeding her out. They've given her the first ever trans squad in the U.S. Army to try to go... This is the bad news bears. Like no one, Major right. Payne doesn't want to take this, but Major, Needle, Major Needle is stuck taking this. And part of the reason they want to weed her out is she's aware of some corruption TBD, as okay. we say in the screenwriting trade. <laughs> I'll, I'll fill that in. But against her initial prejudices against this trans squad and her resentment because they get a sort of coddling she never got. And against their trepidation of her, because for the first time they're being spoke to in a non-woke fashion, they somehow form a real squad. <laughs> and in doing so, they expose the corruption and maybe even Major Payne, who'd been her antagonist, they find love in the process. Oh. And the end of the movie is Major Needle marrying Major Payne. I rest <sighs> my pen. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo! If anyone wants to do this, if anyone oh hears God. this, the Wayanses, I oh legitimately, with zero I, irony and not doing comedy, <laughs> think I can make this I work. Just, I just got a message. The Wayans are way out. <laughs> <laughs> Already got a text. Um, all right. Well, so that was that's our fun little episode. Let about yep. the uh, the Oscars and uh, we complain about what happened but it'll be one of the four moments we remember as we're dying on our bed <laughs> <laughs> I remember that slap I guy um, okay alright thanks for listening and we will talk to you on Monday Everybody wants comedy until they get it.